0: not the biggest fan of homework, especially for young kids, but you might find yourself in a situation where your admin is requiring you to assign homework. So this is a little workaround I thought of that I perf- much prefer to traditional paper pencil homework. Hello, and welcome to Making Number Sense Make Sense, a podcast for elementary teachers, specifically early elementary teachers, looking to really make an impact in the number sense of their students. I think my biggest issue with homework is if their students are not given any choice and it's not meaningful and it's not something that they are that it's fun you're gonna get kids who are not doing it so you're having to spend all of this time preparing this homework that kids don't do unless it's for a grade and then it feels like something else they have to do instead of something that they are doing to support what they're learning in class so this is a little workaround I created to still be assigning quote-unquote homework but make it feel more fun and less like a chore so my solution to the homework conundrum. It's kind of a play-based approach to homework. So what I'm thinking is I really want my families to enjoy their time after school. Like you don't have to keep doing more school once you're out of school, but I want them to have fun with what they're doing. So I really wanted the quote unquote homework I was assigning to be fun. So what I did is I created a set of games that kids can use, kids and families can use at home, and that would be their homework, play one of these math games. And in this handout that I gave the my families, I let them know kind of why I was giving them this kind of homework versus something traditional like a worksheet. And I understand that not every family will be able to spend the time because of their work schedules or other time constraints, but I wanted the option to be there if they got a minute here or there to be able to use these. So in the description letter, I sent home to families basically saying like, this is what we're doing this year, and these are some ideas for how to differentiate. Now, I don't like getting too into the weeds and that kind of thing, but you know, there's, there's families who are like, oh, you know, this is too challenging for my child, or this is too easy for my child. So I tried to give them ideas of how to make it easier or how to make it harder according to what they're seeing their kids do. So in this packet, there are 36 games that are aligned to the Common Core standards. But to be honest with you, most of the standards are pretty similar in all states across the United States. So even though these are Common Core aligned, most of your standards will be hit in them, even if you're not using Common Core in your state. So there was the family um, family letter. And this, this does require some prep. I'm not going to lie to you. It did require some prep to get everything kind of laminated, but you don't necessarily need to cut everything out yourself. And with our um, beginning of the year... Amazon money, I had purchased some dice and playing cards for my students, and then they could just use those all year. So they needed the set of games, dice and cards, and that was it. So included in here, I had number tracks with and without dice, 5 frames, 10 frames, hunters chart, numeral cards, 10 frame cards, shape cards, a graphing chart, comparison t charts, and a board game, as well as a tracking system they could use to see how many games they were playing and so they can rate their favorite ones. So like I said before, most of these games had a harder option and an easier option for my students, and everything was in English and Spanish. Because I taught Spanish immersion, half of my students are Spanish-speaking, come from Spanish-speaking families, and the other half of my students come from non-Spanish-speaking families, usually English, so that way all families... Most of my families could access this information because it was in their home language already. So if you're curious, like what kind of games were in there, I'm going to share with you some of the games that I put in there. So one of them is called Race to 100. So this would be for later on in the year. So with their playing cards, one kid would flip one card and then the grown-up or older sibling would flip over the other card, write down how many they had, and then flip over another card and add that to the previous card and keep going until one of them reached 100. Another game I had was called um, under the cup, which is kind of a decomposing number game. So you start with a certain number like I'm gonna start with I oh don't know, six items and I'm gonna put I'm gonna hide some of them under a cup or under my hand and then the other ones are outside. so they have to figure out how many am I hiding. I also had some ideas for kind of more movement games. So like these are all these number cards, a family could kind of hide them around the house or put them in different places and then say to their kid, all right, I need you to go find me the number seven and they would go find the number seven and bring it back or be like, okay, pick the number eight, find eight Legos and bring them back to me. Things like that to get them moving around. So there's kind of a game board type game. There was number writing games, sorting games, um, number writing games, shape games, graphing games, that kind of thing. So that they were kind of really hitting on all of the standards that you might see in the common core in a fun way. So that was kind of my workaround to homework, making it be more game-like and play. So if this has sparked any ideas for you, I would love to hear it. And if you would like to see exactly what I'm talking about and what my... um game set looks like, I will have that linked down below for you. Thanks for listening and I will see you next time. If you've been enjoying the podcast, I would love for you to leave a review or send me a message on Instagram and let me know what your favorite topic has been and what you'd like to hear from me next.